ladies and gents, boys and girls, you guys already know what time it is. Do you know what time it is? Tell me, do you know? Welcome to the Basic Friday Podcast. You guys already know. It's your favorite sidekick, Mr. Funky Dougie Jones, a.k.a. Funky K. Penis Work. Yes, Lord, and I don't mean I'm just too slide. I'm just too slide. Hold on. Joined by the hoodie man himself. Yeah. Mr. Bruce Wayne himself. Go ahead, talk to him. Talk to him, there. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Aaron Fondesetti back again with another episode of Basement Friday Podcast. Make sure you check us out on all streaming services. And I know the app formerly known as Anchor, they wanted us to get the name uh, Spotify for podcasts. Okay, you guys happy? All right, so what you need to do is you need to pay us because I don't know what's going on right now, you know. Last week, we forgave you, you know, you changed the name up. You know, I don't know if we need to hop in the payroll office like left out. All right, we're going to continue on. We got five-minute rant. What you got for us? Man, before I get started, listen, I know it might be Spotify for podcasting now, but trust me, believe. Yeah, we might be on there, but we ain't eat no solid deal. We all on Apple Podcasts, you know, YouTube, everything. You know what I'm saying? Now, when like I can say, yeah, they might be distribution. They paying us because they put us on the platform, and we appreciate that the most. But we are available everywhere because your boys is on the grind. I'm trying to be like Aaron out here all the time because my man Doc with my man Doc with the with the weight with this with the do rag on man. I'm just too light skinned. Uh, oh, no. I'm, I'm calling y'all. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm calling y'all anchor until we see that payroll come back on. <laughs> y'all still anchored to me until to y'all y'all cut that payroll back on. But you know, we know y'all been holding us down for the past three years, so we're gonna give you that grace. All right, y'all. Let me check this. Hey, listen, listen. This is my little five memory. This is my little piece, right? Everybody that has a side hustle. I'm not mad at y'all, right? So y'all know how y'all got y'all got the people that sell waters on the corners, uh, the sock man, the the fragrance guy. Yeah, I'm not mad at it. even the, even the Krispy Kreme people. Now, granted, I won't buy donuts from y'all because them donuts been there for like three days. Them donuts probably hot as hell. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I can respect it, but I'm not gonna buy them donuts. Now, my only thing is is the squeegee boys. Let me talk to y'all right quick. You guys cannot get upset. When people don't want to tip y'all or contribute, and they and they didn't ask for it, because I seen this the other, I seen this, I seen this like literally the other day, right? Dude had a squeeze, didn't I didn't ask for it? You know what I mean? A dude got my car. He, had, hey, bro, donate. I was like, fam, I didn't ask you to come on. <laughs> <laughs> like if I was just like, hey, yo, bro. Hey, get my get my windshield for me. And then on top of that, he didn't have the windshield because the light turned green. So I was just like, bro, you like I, I paid him a dollar, but I was just like, bro, it's like I didn't ask you to come over here and clean my windshield. You literally just that's just like that's just like you have, you mentioned them all the the people that be selling at the kiosk, Jones. Yeah, yeah, they grab your stuff and be like, hey, let me see something. They do some little things like, hey, so what could you contribute, like fam? If you had told me, like, hey, for a small fee, let me show you something. I'm like, I bet. But don't just grab my stuff. Don't just grab something from me and then be like, all right, brother, what can you contribute? Not a goddamn thing. I appreciate this free clean, though, brother. 
Ain't nobody, I didn't ask you. I, I didn't. I didn't tell. When you say show me something, you. I'm thinking you're gonna show me like the product you sell, not yeah. actually do a full demonstration. You did a full demonstration. Hey, that that, that ain't got nothing to do with me. That's on you, play. Ain't got nothing to do with me. So for the squeegee dude, don't walk with the people cars cleaning it with you, and then get mad when they be like, so you can't donate? So you can't donate? I didn't ask you to come over here. Number one, I told you, I said, I was just, I was like, nah, I'm good. I, bro, you still gonna clean my windshield. God damn it. <laughs> Man, they be cleaning y'all windshield with that dirty water that been sitting there since three weeks ago. Ain't even cleaning it. I'm like, if you don't get this sewer water off of my car, and we know y'all stole them squeegees from the from the gas station. We know <laughs> stole them don't. Y'all ain't even work there. The little Joe, you dip in there while you pump your gas. We know you got this squeegee from. We know. Trust me, we know you got that shit from. Come on now. Come I'm on. I'm doing that for free, man. I ain't paying y'all because I ain't asked for it. I, exactly. But I was nice. I was generous. And was just like, all right, hey, bro, here's a dollar. But <laughs> next <know>. time, <laughs> if I you don't come up in, do not approach my window. That's all I'm saying. Man, uh, what I got? So I've been uh, on Twitter looking at Lotto, you know, for people who know, everybody should know who Lotto is, but she's a young up and coming you artist. Still got the same panties on. <laughs> Probably. Hey, nah. You know, eBay said nah to that. eBay said, mm -mm, we don't do this. Take that to OnlyFans. Yo. <laughs> but yeah, she, 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 she's probably sold them to somebody, you know, the highest bidder. So before you continue, she did make a video, and we all know we are, for those that don't know that's immature. You can buy a value pack from Target and stuff with the same pair of drawers. Like let's be real, let's be real. You know what I'm saying? But I seen a recent music video, and she was semi like twerking or like you know what I mean. And she had the cheetah prints on. Everybody was just like, "Did she go with these cheetah prints?" It's like I get that you got those, but you don't wear none. Of, I know you got more drawers than just these cheetah thongs. Though. I'm just saying. I'm just right, saying. signature style, you know. Probably signature style. I, I think she got more. She just don't. She just like wearing those. <laughs> Look, she probably doing the uh or the Mark Zuckerberg. You know, you got different versions of the same thing. The man got twenty eight pairs of the same shirt. No way. <laughs> Ain't no way. <laughs> Ain't no way. One cheetah, one tiger, one leopard. You never know, man. But nah, she uh she been doing this Soul Food Sunday thing. I've been paying attention. You know, I last see. week they got on her about her cream corn. I don't know what kind of corner it's supposed to be. It looked like cream corn to me. So, but you know, she doing her thing on there. This week, you know, she did better, right? She made some chicken. I I wasn't paying attention to what she was saying. I was just looking at the food. Mm -hmm. So you know, it looked like a better plate than what we had last week. So I, I just think that's interesting. You know, she was like, I'll cook. I do all of this. Man, I'll be giving the best head. I'm like, look, I, I'm i here for the food. I don't care what you do to your boyfriend in the bedroom. Stay on topic. I, I, just, think, I just think, you know, it's pretty interesting. Do you think, right... I'm going to ask you this question. Do you think, right, it's going to be like a cooking beef? Because you know Snoop Dogg, he be throwing down with Martha Stewart. Do you think there will be a cooking beef and rap? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's that'll be something entertaining. Somebody just like, 
I mean, we did we did have that semi on versus though. We had Gladys Knight and um Patty LaBelle. Yeah. Even though you got them light skin ass pies, Patty. We ain't yeah. gonna talk about that though. But no, nah, it's like like at this point, that's that'd be entertainment. That'd be pure entertainment. Like you have a lot of like you have a lot of rappers, even like athletes. They have like these semi cooking shows on uh on YouTube now. So you gotta find other revenues outside of what you do. So if she if she start a cooking show, I wouldn't even be mad at her. Or if she try to have like a cook off with Snoop or <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know these other female rappers cook because they shows here don't talk about it. But at least yeah. she, at least she goes and nods and be like, "Yo, I'm cooking soul food." First of all, Lotto, everybody say Twenty One Savage is your guy. Then on the other hand, people say that Twenty One Savage is married. Then on top of that, they say you got his his name tat. Who is your fucking man? Because you keep saying like, "I cook for my nigga. I cook for my man. I cook." Who bring him on camera? That's what we want to know. Please don't be the side chick. Please don't be the side chick talking about some my man, my man. You the side chick. I'm like, Lotto. Hey, that's got to be crazy. She throwing down in the kitchen. She's still the side chick? She, But she be saying it so proudly. She be like, like even when, even with the whole, the, the whole panty situation, like, she was going through her drawer. Then she, she put on, like, some, she saw, she had some, like, white rolled up socks. She was just like, she, oh, these are my nigga socks. I was like, was like, so all the videos you do, even in the cooking videos, my thing is this. I'm glad you brought the cooking videos. She don't ever show this man eating her eating the food. Like just like she just be, yeah, I'm just cooking, I'm just cooking, yeah, my man. I'm like, most time, most time people do those videos, they show them giving the plate to somebody. Not you just cooking. Just, I mean, you want listen, I understand, you know, I understand you want to make keep your relationship private, because that's what most people need to do in this time, but you talk about it enough. God damn it. We just want to see who we all think is 21 Savage. That's what that's what social media think it is. All right, 21 spices. <laughs> so I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Hey man, y'all stay tuned for the cooking videos. You know what I mean? You never know when the challenge might break out. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, man. But I'm gonna say is ease up on that butter, you know, cholesterol and all. <laughs> <laughs> ease up on that butter. And use mesh for all. <laughs> hey, look, I, I I look at the videos. I'm like, you a little too heavy on the butter, you know? Come here, early. Whoa, 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 whoa! With the easy with the butter. <laughs> whoa. Easy with the butter. Just just freehand and the salt. I'm like, look. <laughs> all that sodium. I'm like, I mean, I know you making collard greens, but I ain't trying. To, I ain't trying to have my blood pressure. Oh, she be like, yeah, see all this sober? You be like, whoa, 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 relax. Whoa. She was just freehanding it. I was like, all right. <sighs> you like, oh, oh. <laughs> so, oh. <babe. laughs> She ain't doing this. She just, ah. You be like, damn. Man, she about to choke slam the salt in the, in the pan. Wow, <laughs> 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 wow, wow, man. Keep up, your, keep up the good work. But nah, man, I'm, I'm going to tell you like this. That's cool. She up there cooking, you know. We got other people out here cooking. She cooks, she clean. Hey, that's that's better than, you know. Look, she clean, she said she give hey, What more can you ask for? No, more can you ask for? Cardi B too. Cardi B does too, but. Hey, she said she don't cook, she don't clean. <laughs> hey, look, Offset said, nah. He showed a video. He like, you you don't do what now? <laughs> <laughs> like what? You say what? <laughs> you don't do what? 
Okay. Leave it to the guy to put it on blast. Yeah, we know it'll be for entertainment, but you know, like ladies and gentlemen, we got an action packed show. We gotta let my man Aaron break it away. Bruce Wayne has been waiting to speak his piece. <laughs> the dark night, the dark night, literally. <laughs> the dark night. I am Aaron. <laughs> the dark night has returned. Aaron, speak to the people, man. What we got on today's schedule for us? Where's the Joker? No, but uh we got a study that's been going around for the past three weeks. Um, you know, people always talk about in the this dating war, gender war that we talked about a couple of weeks ago. So it was a study that came out uh, three weeks ago at the end of February, where they said about six out of 10 guys are single, but the women are not. You know, you always hear about how everybody's, you know, not really dating, taking time for themselves, getting to know themselves. But it's an interesting reason why a lot of guys aren't dating. I'm not going to bore you with the statistics because you can look that up on NewYorker.com. But essentially what's going on is uh, what we say about the 80-20, which is 80% of women, 120% of guys, is now transformed to 90-10, which is 90% of women, 1 in 10% of guys. Um, so we have the situation with the economic crisis, you know, where like people getting laid off left and right, Meta or Facebook to the older people, just laid off like 10,000 people. Um, harder to get um, higher paying jobs because some people stay in position for a long time. Anyway, so that's stuff like that that's shutting it out. I want to know, uh, in your opinion, um, do you feel like, you know, for guys at least, it's harder to date once you hear women um, with their list of expectations from what they want in a guy? Do I think it's Hard, uh, yeah. Let me tell y'all why. First of all, I'm sick and tired of hearing ladies with this "I'm be single forever," guys. I'm gonna be single. I'm gonna be single forever, ladies. And again, I touched on this subject multiple times, and I was my answer has not changed since, ladies. It's okay to have preferences. It's okay to have standards. But I'll be goddamn. If you have if you have this standard for this guy, you better be able to match what you are asking for. I'm so sick and tired of you. I'm so sick and tired of Liz saying, her man, I have this, 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 this. I'm talking about all the way to the goddamn roof of my goddamn apartment. But where's she at? On the goddamn surface. She or she halfway in the middle. I'm sitting there thinking like, how do you want a man all the way up there, but you all the way down here? That makes no goddamn sense. And fellas, I'm gonna say the same thing for y'all. You cannot sit right here and talk about some. You want this bad chick? You want this Instagram model? You out here looking like the nutty professor? You out here looking Max. like a you ain't got shit? You ain't got nothing going for yourself. You still riding around in your girl whip? You still living at home with your mama? You at home? You ain't even got a job. <laughs> but you, but you, want, you out here talking about some. You want a bad chick? First of all, fam, you ain't got shit going for yourself. Here's a thumb. You're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I hate to say it. Like, again, do I have the craziest standards? No. I understand in, in this day and age, my philosophy doesn't work for most females. And that's okay. And that's why we end up with this whole 50 50 war that we're still going on to this day. 
not knowing and not understanding that ladies got to understand this. 50, I'm not saying that 50 50 is off the, is is a bad thing. And again, YouTube, YouTube, Instagram, uh, Twitter, where we post that you guys are free to fry my ass up. Y'all, I'm free. I'm taking ding, ding, I'm taking the punches out here. But this is my thing. The reason why I say 50 50 because you gotta think about it. in the economy in the world that we live in today, you cannot sit right here and say. I want a man to pay all of the bills. First of all, do you know the cost? First of all, the cost of living is going up every goddamn year. So if you want a man to pay all the bills, and you're doing what exactly? So you want, and you wonder why this man is working three jobs, right? My man got a full time job at during the day. He got a full time job at night, and he probably drive Uber or Lyft on the goddamn weekends. Because why? That's how hard life is going. So when you say like, oh, man, you need to do this, a man need to do that. Understand this. I hope you bringing something to the table. Because while he breaking his neck for you, I hope you breaking your neck for him. That's all I'm going to say. Fellas, you want this bad chick? You want this? You want this like, yeah, I want her to be submissive. I hope you I hope you something worth submitting to. Because God damn it, don't be asked for something that you can't you can't provide, brother. That's all I'm going to say right there before I Give the mic to my man Bruce here. I, I wanna I wanna say this because I'm glad you touched on that. Um the study essentially to wrap it up for you guys pointed out three major factors. Um it was like a lot of guys are staying home watching porn, which I mean it's their business. A you you do what you do out there, but the other reason out there is because women and their standards which you touched on um are increasingly higher than they were before and touching on that as well the third reason is because women have shifted their mentality aside from dating um we have this whole wave of feminism right which encompasses guys just saying nope i'm out so you have this wave feminism where guys are just like, all right, I don't want to deal with this. And then another factor on top of those three was marriage, you know, where it's like when you got the divorce rates, which is pretty much 50 percent and 80 percent of the time women initiate those divorces. Men are saying, hey, what's the point of getting married in the first place? So that has a streamline of people just opting out of dating altogether. Um I want to touch on something you said um, because I find it interesting. Uh, you know, I'm always watching the pineapple show with Melly, and every almost every girl comes out there. She always asks them the same three questions: How tall he gotta be? Women be like, he gotta be six feet, six two, six four, and then they be like five one, and then he gotta make six figures. He gotta be this type of baller. Um, you kind of like look read between the lines, and it's like. He got to make six figures, but not like a janitor, not like, you know, getting in the trenches or working for like the government and sanitary situations. He got to be like the CEO, but he got to give you all the attention. Whereas like they want the lifestyle, but not the things that come with it. She also asked the question where it's like, you know, if, you know, you move in with a guy together who's paying the rent. And the girls always say he's paying a rent. I agree with them. 
he's paying a rent because in most cases, the women are moving in with the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Once the guy's established, he's already got his stuff. She moves in with him. I, I just like, as far as like, you know, looking at the situation, I will agree with you that women out here have this certain standard. But one thing I know about women is they bend rules for some people and then oh, other right. people they set, they set them rules. And I look at guys, right, who out here talk about women and this and that. And I can see as a guy, we can see as a guy, they're not worth submitting to. So women are like, if you are this type of standard, to be honest out here, before I pass it over, before I pass this over, the way it works with a lot of women is like, if you confident, you come in with this game, you coming in with a game plan, more likely she going to bend the she going to bend the rules for you. But if you just out here trying to talk about some, oh, she a bum, you know, she ain't willing to do nothing, da 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 she don't like you because it's nothing about you that screams leader, nothing about you that's attractive, nothing about you that make her say, all right, he's worth my time. The reason why marriage is off the table for a lot of people, especially in this day and age, because you got to think about it. These are my, I guess you can say these are my keys, right? Partnership, teamwork, compromise. Three key components. Because when you guys understand, when you're in a relationship or when you're married, you guys are partners. Meaning partner and teamwork. Meaning y'all got to work together to get things done. Whether it's y'all, whether y'all, it's just y'all or whether y'all got kids. You guys got to work together to get things done. Compromise. Depends on the situation. You guys have to compromise in certain things. Let's say she might got a better job opportunity in another city or something like that. Or, you know, let's say she got to move somewhere or she got to, um, she might got to take later hours before, for some odd reason. Or he got to work later hours for some odd reason. Now she over there like, well, I'm not giving up my shift. I like my hours. But I'm like, what if y'all got a family? It's not about it's not about what you want to do. Sometimes it's about what you have to do. He may not want to work those night shifts. But if, that, if that's, if that's going to get him to take the kids to school because you go to work early, and that's going to get him to pick the kids up until you get home, and then he can go to work, then that's what you got to do. He's not gonna sit there and say, like, well, I like my hours, I like my six in the morning. Like, if you if he gonna work at six in the morning and you gotta be working like seven in the morning or seven thirty or eight o'clock, and y'all got kids, and school started like seven, if if, if you gotta be or school started like eight thirty or whatever the case may be, now you're sitting there like, well, who's gonna take the kids to school? I'm not taking I gotta be to work. No, I gotta be to work. You see how you got to compromise these things. And again, partnership, teamwork. Understand this. Yeah, the man, the man is a natural leader. But sometimes a man has to step back and let her lead because we all got strengths and weaknesses in this world. She might be strong in something that you have no idea. So sometimes the I may look, I'm going to let you lead on this one. But you know what the problem is in the, in the times that we're in? It's all about it's all about what it's all about what what people want. No one's compromising. No one's adjusting. No one's doing anything. 
everybody is like, well, I want this and this is what I want. And if I don't get this, I'm not changing. I'm not. That's how people mindset is nowadays. It's all about me. It's all about me. So understand this when it comes from a lady's perspective, you know, in a marriage, that's what I said. It's, it's teamwork. It's a team effort. Sometimes you might got a whole situation down. He might be he might be in a transition. Like he might have lost his job during COVID. She might got a whole shit down until until then. Not a lot of these ladies. Like if something happens to her dude, she over there like, oh, he a bump. It's over. It's done. It's 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 done. She's not whole because because a lot of females and I've seen this on social media. It's like I I get it, but I don't because they'll say it's just like. Like, ladies will say, oh, you can hold a man down and he'll still, when he get on his feet, he'll still do you dirty. I understand that. That comes with the, you know, that kind of comes with the perks of it. Same thing with, same thing with fellas. Like, you can, you can legit, you can legit took her from, what, like, what most of, like, most of these male rappers do. They be taking some of these girls from the dirt. No one know who these girls are. Now look at them. Instagram models, everything. Right? Where was where would they be? Where would they be without some of these male rappers? Don't know. <laughs> don't know. Don't know. I you actually answered my question, so I'm gonna ask ask a follow up question. It was about the compromise and the teamwork that goes into a marriage. Mm. Uh, I told this story before. Uh, the friend I had back around like 2008 um, when the housing crisis happened. You know, he was a real estate agent. Um, how is the market wasn't doing so well, money going dry. His wife took over until he got back on his feet. Mm-hmm. Would you be comfortable in that situation, allowing your wife, your partner to take over until you got back on your feet? I mean, that's that's what marriage is. That's what marriage is. You know what I'm saying? Like, now, I will say this. Because we know in life things happen. Things happen in life. So if she gotta take over, sure. Now, if him getting if him falling, if him falling on his face or falling on his ass and he's not getting up, then that's a problem. It's nothing wrong. Like, again, if your if your girl lost her job for the time, if her if your girl was out of work, right? COVID, whatever case may be, job laying people off, right? I mean, as a man, they all respect you, but again, you just looking like, okay, cool. Like, like look, babe, I know you're gonna get back on your feet, don't worry about it. But if she just, I'm just sitting around the house, not not rebounding from her loss, kind of a problem. And I dare any lady that's come on here and be like, well, what you mean is her, you're the man, you're you're the man. I hate when y'all say you're the man. What the hell is that supposed to mean? So I'm supposed to be okay with being, I'm okay, I'm as a man, I'm supposed to be okay with dating a, a bum female, but y'all not okay with, Dating a bum man. See, that's the problem with this double standard world that we live in today. We supposed to be okay with it, but y'all not. A man don't drive, y'all don't y'all don't deal with it. Woman don't drive, we supposed to be okay with it. She still live with her mama. We supposed to be okay with it. He still live with his mama. Uh, he a scrub, he a bum. I don't understand the double standard y'all got going on in this world today. I don't. But all I'm saying is when it comes to teamwork, things happen. Things do happen. So you guys have to be willing to compromise. You gotta be willing to, okay, like let's let's take sports. Let's take sports for example. When Drew Bledsoe went down, 
What is so? What is so? What is the what is the, the what was the Patriots supposed to do? <laughs> they looked at who their backup quarterback, which was Tom fucking Brady, right? You can't just be on each other. Oh, you went down, shit. <laughs> what you about to do? You better get up, cause I'm not. I'm not move. I'm not putting him in. That's how you look at. That's how you look at it. Was like, if you fall flat, you be like, you better get up, cause I'm not. I'm not paying a bill to him. I'm not doing up. That's so it's the same thing. When things happen, you gotta keep rolling with the punches. You gotta get back up. We would have never knew who Tom Brady was if Drew Bledsoe never got hurt. So if this dude don't never, if this dude fall flat, it's like again, if he don't ever, if he don't ever be down and out, how will he know if his girl ever is really with him or not? She might just be there for the perks. We don't know. I I tell you this, I. Somebody asked, do you think the internet ruined relationships? Um, I would say that no. It's a part of it. It's a part of it. Here, here, here's the reason why I say that. You you only allow, allow which uh, the things that affect you can't really get to you unless you allow it. That's right. So like somebody, like somebody, you know, talk a trash to you on the internet, right? You can respond, you can Twitter fingers, or you can be like, all right, I don't know this person from a can of paint. Close the phone, go about my business. Or you can mute them or block them, like it's easy. But I feel like when a whole society changes because, because of it, it really does affect you in a way. Because it, it's sort of like, let's say you got tea, right? You know, Dunkin' Donuts, you got your favorite tea. If I pour coffee, a drop of coffee in your tea, probably won't taste no different. Just a tiny drop. Mm. But if I pour half the cup in there, you're going to taste the difference. That is ruined. My tea is ruined. Your tea is ruined. And that's exactly how the society is now. You got like a lot of people having this uh, group think, this uniform mindset of like the illusion of choices, right? The number one thing men and women agree on when it comes to dating is lack of commitment. Nobody wants to commit. That's how you get to the aisle. That's how you get married. That's how you go down the aisle and make it. Nobody wants to commit. Again, like you said, it's our attitude of marriage. Oh, it's just a piece of paper. Oh, now it's like, oh, we don't need no labor, no labels. We just want to catch vibes. No, everybody just want to have a good time. Like, and that's the main issue. Cause when you got guys like us, you know, looking forward to getting married, but how can we do so when like society is like shape things in a different way? For men, uh, when it comes to the study, for men who are opting out, um, I don't know. Maybe they feel hopeless. Again, that's that's on them. But I feel like yes, it is harder. But I just feel like if you got out more, the main reason they stay at home watching booty flicks, you know, watching booty flicks all over the time is because they turn into hermits. They're not getting out. They're not meeting people. They're not shaking hands, kissing babies, doing what they got to do. And all this social awkwardness is because people don't get out of the house. They just rather be on the phone and play video games all day. Which is the question. Like as far as social awkwardness, people always talk about. Do you think that's the main reason people can't make connections? We live, we live, we live. It's, I don't want to say the main reason, but because we live in such a society where everybody don't have social skills anymore, that's a big problem. Yeah. You know, 
No one has social skills. It's like everybody hates small talk. Everybody hate getting to know people. Everybody hate doing this. It's 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 a big problem. Like people don't realize that social media has given people this idea and this illusion of this is how easy life is supposed to be. Not knowing that marriages and relationships take work. They take work. Nothing and anything in life worth having takes work. If it's easy, I guarantee you it's not gonna be it's not gonna be worth it in the long run. So prime example, with this whole this whole Diddy and and Young Miami, Carisha, please. <laughs> with this whole situation, anytime I see anytime I see them post, anytime Diddy bought my young Miami something, I'm looking at the comments underneath and I'm just reading these ladies talking about something. I'm happy for her. I'm happy she's getting this. I'm happy. I'm like, you happy she's the side chick? So you happy? So you happy she getting the perks without the relationship? That's what it is. You happy you getting the? You happy? Go ahead, go. You I'm, I'm gonna let you finish. I got something. Go ahead. I'm gonna hear this. I'm gonna hear this. Go to shower. Take that. Take that. You happy she getting peed on? <laughs> take that. Take that. Take that. But. No, I'm using I'm using I'm using this I'm using this as a, I'm using this as an example. Like that's a perfect example right there. Like yeah. she's not in a relationship. They're in like a whatever this is. And yeah. people just be like, oh, I'm happy she getting he buying her cars and stuff like that. So basically you saying is you had to her just taking well, no, take that, take that. <laughs> take that, take that. But you happy that she's just getting she's getting all these things and what is she doing for him? Nothing. Nothing. Not a goddamn thing. So it goes on the same boat as when a lot of ladies say, I'm not doing wifely, I'm not doing wife duties until I get married. Okay, let's break this down for a second. You're not doing wifely duties until you get married. So how do you know you will be good as a wife if we it's bro, bro, I'm, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. So you telling me, like I keep saying, we're just supposed to take a leap of faith on you just because. Oh, man, I'm going to marry her. Why? I don't know. I just want to marry her. That makes no goddamn sense. That's why I said you do you do things. You do things in the pre-stages. That's the, like, how do you think? How do you think men know that she's wifely material based on what they seen in the beginning? He not would just, I'm gonna make her my wife. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If Aaron be like, yo, man, what would you think about her? Shit, I'm about to marry her. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to marry her. That makes no sense. That's why I said, like, that's why, that's why I say, as for me, they be like, oh, I'm you never gonna hear me say I'm not doing no husband duties until I marry you. Then in her mind, why would she? Why would she? Why would she want to marry you if you if you don't if she don't know what you can do? What do you even? What do you bring to table for y'all to even get down the aisle? That's the crazy part about this generation here. And ladies, I'm I'm so confused and I'm so disappointed because y'all come up with this wild knowledge. I'm not doing. I'm doing the bare minimum. So you think the bare minimum is going to get you that ring? Is that what you say? Is that what you're telling me? Bare minimum is gonna get you that ring. So if I'm an employee at a job and I want to be CEO, but I'm like, shit, I'm gonna do the bare minimum. You think I'm gonna get that CEO position? 
No, not even close. So why why do you think you're gonna get the ring just like this one, this bare minimum ass employee who don't care? You think they're gonna be CEO just like you think you're gonna be some man's wife? Not a chance. No chance. That's what some of y'all got. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Austin. No, you know man. what I'm saying? It, it was me money. all along. <laughs> money, 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 money. <laughs> it comes to money. <laughs> I'll tell y'all though, man, like you, you touched on son as well. Like when you said that, um, about the partnerships and about the 50, 50 and about not bringing things to the table when it comes to wife duties, which Lotto clearly got the message, you know, she cooking the whole thing about relationships that people don't realize is it's give and take, right? Mm. is compromise so like i'm not doing wifely duties for a man or i'm not doing husband duties you don't really hear a lot of guys saying that no you don't because it's expected but like guys will see like all right this girl can cook all right you know that ups her value right she look good she fine she can cook okay she high stock and i tell people like if you look at relationships like a business because what marriage essentially is, is the business of romance. Mm -hmm. You're in the romance business. You don't get married because you love the person. You get money because it makes good sense, right? It's a sound investment that makes sense for the long term. So, like, if I were to marry somebody, right, why would I marry somebody? If you say, I don't know, which a lot of people, if you ask a lot of people why they with somebody, why they're like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just... I don't know. Y'all just dating to be dating. Y'all just dating not to be lonely. But again, being in the marriage business, I look. I well, the reason why I made her and not her is because I look at the way she moved. She will make a good mother, so I know my kids are safe. Mm -hmm. She made good financial choices, so I know if something happened on hard on hard times, she can take care of my kids. Right? I married this girl. Because I remember one time I hurt my knee. And even though it wasn't big a deal of a scratch, she had me sit down and she getting the ointment out. You know, she getting that uh, Band-Aid out. She takes care of me, who takes care of the house. You see what I'm saying? It's all about upkeep. So if you are the one who protects the king, right? The kingdom can stand. The queen keeps the king on his toes. The king is the one who runs everything. But he can't really have a sound mind without the queen or else he gonna go crazy. He gonna, you know, think he can take over all the lands, but the queen is the one who keep him in check. Mm -hmm. That's how you play chess, y'all. But I, I, I wanna say um, about the husband duties. Is there anything like, and I know the obvious answer, but I still wanna ask just to get your opinion. Is there anything you wouldn't do yet for a girlfriend that you will save later on for like marriage or when you're engaged? I mean, probably besides, uh, probably besides the, the big exclusive dates, probably that's about it. But as far as like the basic stuff, no, I'm a dude because I'm going to show you that this is what you're getting. I want you to see what you're getting. I'm not, I don't want you to wait 
to see what I don't want you to see what you potentially will get. I want you to see what you're getting. So that's kind of what ladies are. That's kind of what ladies are kind of expecting. That's what we are kind of expecting from ladies. It's like so we are potentially getting a girl who's doing wifely duties, but in reality, she ain't about to do no type of wifely duties. So basically, like that bare minimum that you basically basically to sum it up, you literally got finesse to get a ring. You basically got finesse with a baby. You got finesse all the way. You just got pretty much finesse. She wasn't planning on doing none of the things that you that she would say she was gonna do if she got a ring. You think she was gonna cook more because she got a ring? Nope. Y'all done had kids, guess what? No, nothing's changing. So literally a lot of dudes will fall for that finesse, thinking like, yeah, if I marry her, she's gonna start cooking for me. Well, if she wasn't doing it in the beginning, why is she gonna do it now? Yeah. That makes no sense. So that's why that's why I say for me is what you get it, what you're getting is what you're gonna get. It's not gonna be, well, we gotta be married for you to find out what you can get. That makes no sense. Do you think uh men don't have standards because they're shamed into not having standards? No, no, men men got standards. Men, a lot of men got standards. It's just a lot of ladies throw their standards out the window. A lot of ladies don't be wanting to hear man's standards, or we get double standard for having standards. Meaning, like when he be like, My lady got to do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. But you gotta think about it. If he has if he has those standards and he's that high value man. He has their right. Matter of fact, I say like this: anybody in this world has right to have standards. Whether they whether they are the biggest goofball on the planet, it doesn't matter. Everybody has the right to have standards. But the question is, are you are you matching what you're throwing out? Is the question. Yeah. That's the only thing. Because I can sit out here and be like, man, Aaron, let me tell you about the perfect girl for me, right? She gotta be, she gotta be slim, thick, fat ass. She gotta be this, this. She gotta be this. She gotta be that, 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 but that. And then it just look like me. I'm just an average Joe guy, but I'm asking for all these wild ass demands. Doesn't add up. So I was like, anybody can have standards. It's just can they back up what they're asking for? Yeah. Now for me, for me is for me. As far as standards is concerned, I'm gonna be real with you. Like, you, her looks is gonna get my attention. That's the first thing I see. I'm like, God damn, she bad. Like, God damn. But okay, but this and this is why I have the system now. Where I say, okay, she's bad. Let's take her looks out of the equation. What else am I even working with? Because if you, because and I and I ask this question all the time, Aaron. I was like. If a lady is banking off of just her looks, right? If she that's all she got. So if she's banking off her looks, and then I see two other bad jumps right there, what's gonna make me pick her over those two bad jumps over there? Yeah. Yeah. That's and then it then it becomes a game of like, all right, I need something to separate myself from our looks. Thank you. That's why I keep and that's why I'm saying I'm like a lot of the a lot of ladies do that when they just be like. I'm bad. I'm like, you cute, but she's cute. She's cute. She's cute. What's going to make me pick you over them? And this is why I say this is why men have options. Because, ladies, sometimes y'all give men options. You have nothing to stand out on. So he's going to always be like, shoot, once I tap, once I tap that ass, I'm on to the next. 
He like, shoot, I got her. <laughs> Mission accomplished. I'm about to go see what she hitting on. Once he get that, bow. All right, cool. Now I'm gonna see what she hitting on. Cause he, cause again, you don't. If you just, if you just a quick fix and something easy for him, guess what? He's gonna, he's gonna be in rotation, like a guy yeah. named Urkel. He's just gonna keep going, keep going, keep going. Oh, might have baby in between. Keep going. Oh, got another baby mom. He's, <laughs> he, he's never gonna settle down because why? If if his, if his if this is his preference. And if these women don't bring nothing to the table, guess what? It's always going to be on to the next. Always. So that's why I say, take those looks out of the equation. You realize that a lot of girls don't got much bring, got that much to bring to the table once you take their looks out of the equation. Touchdown. <laughs> there you go. I, I say this one thing, and then I'll let you have it uh, before we talk about the next topic. I think both men and women have to understand the power they have mm -hmm. because women have access to sex. You know, men have access to marriage where it's like women can't get married unless the man agrees to it. Right. Men ain't get in the box unless the woman agrees to it. You know, I don't care if you Maya trying to marry yourself. Nah, but <laughs> you know, shout out to Maya. But I, I tell you like this, I think it's understand the power and for guys um, the issue with guys is they don't really understand the power they have. Women know the power they have, and that's how they're able to get the lifestyle they want and everything that comes with it without really having to give much in return. But men, right, are saying, all right, I'm going to chase the girl instead of chasing the bag. And it's like what men should do is you chase the bag, you chase the body, you chase the you know, the things that you want, right? You want to work out, get a better body, you do it. You make more money. You improve yourself every day. Women are the by proxy of your success. So if you strive to be a better self every day, women are going to notice that. Women are going to say, oh, wow, I noticed the change in him. I like him. Oh, I noticed he's ambitious. I noticed that he's a mover and a go-getter. I like that. So you never chase... Uh, what comes with it, you chase the main target. Um, what I would simply say is like, once you understand that, dating becomes so much easier. Because again, like you said, you have more options. You're at a level to where you can choose who you date, who you don't want to date. Because mm -hmm. the more successful you are, the more standards are going to grow, the more solid uh, solidified your standards are. So any girl come up to you, she got a big button, a smile, Bell Biff DeVoe told us not to trust him, but she got a big button to smile. And <laughs> she got a big button to smile. You'd be like, nah, mm-mm. Because mm. this one got a big button to smile. And she has worth. But you, you just like the, all the other chicks who came up to me. And with that, you got that bulletproof vest where that shame can't hit you. You know, women like to talk trash and shame you, but at the end of the day, it don't matter. I'm going to touch on this before we move on, because this is going to be the final piece. Uh, men do it, but not as much as ladies do. Because a lot of ladies want the finishing product. They don't want to be there doing the work in progress. Basically meaning, you hear a lot of ladies compare their relationship to like their parents, but I'm like, you got to remember, your mom was with her dad when they was living in that one-bedroom apartment before they got that nice house in the suburbs. Yeah. A lot of ladies nowadays, they're not going to be with you when you got that one house 
that one house, that one apartment, one part, that one bedroom apartment in the hood somewhere, or that one bedroom apartment. Like it's cool, it's bad. No, she wants you. She wants you when you got a big ass house and two, three, two, three cars in the driveway. That's when she wants you. So it's kind of like they don't, they don't want to be there. They don't want to be there doing the, doing the foundation. They want to be there when it's finished. So that's why I say a lot of, that's a lot of ladies do that. Not a men do that. Men try to cling on to the successful lady, but trust me, a lot of ladies. That's why they want the. That's why they want the CEOs. They want the because again, he's already good. She don't want him when he was at the bottom in the mail room. She ain't want him at the she ain't want him when he's in the mail room. Now he's partner. Oh, now now let me now let me jump along this this bandwagon. That's like saying that me and you when our when our podcast blow up. Now we want it now people want to be like yo like you know I want to be the third member on the show. They wasn't with him when we was only getting five six views, but they want to be here when we getting two thousand three thousand views. Now they want to hop aboard the train. That's how that's how a lot of ladies' mindset is. They be like, I don't want him in the middle room, but he a partner now. Cool. I don't want him. I don't want him when he was driving that '98 Ford. But when he got that, when he got that Tesla, oh yeah, I want him. I don't want that Ford. The, the door, you might got jingling a little bit. Just <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yo, my key fob. You know, yeah, shake it a couple times. Yeah, she don't want. She don't want that. She want the man with the Tesla though. Yeah. Oh, he got a Tesla now. And that's the thing, hypergamy, I mean, ladies, it is what it is, but, you know, you got to know what comes with it. Yep. And we're going to talk about, uh, you know, our favorite website, or what used to be our favorite website, Dapf. Um, A couple of days ago, you know, people thought Dapf shut down because for the last month or two, you can't access the website, you know. They said they were working on it, but... It's been ghosts ever since. Somebody on the internet put out a rumor. They was like, yo, it shut down. Then the internet went crazy. Oh, it shut down. RP, that piff, that was my website. That piff came up and followed up the same night, said, yo, we not down. We just going through some issues. Uh, we working on them. I was actually on that piff earlier, and it still happened the same issues. But if that piff were to shut down, do I think that piff shut down eventually? Yeah. Because a lot of websites, you know, shut down. East Bay, you know, shut down. But do you think, like, let, let, let's talk about, like, that piff, right? The website, the legacy of that piff. Because I think that piff, people talk about it. But there's a cultural movement behind that piff. Like, what are the... What are some of your favorite mixtapes that you remember? I tell y'all like this before I get into all that. I understand for these new kids. First of all, this would be the move. This would be my prediction. If that pip does shut down, they need to work out some type of agreement with the artists and with Spotify and Apple to just move all the catalogs on streaming services. Yeah. Just do that. Make it easy for everybody. Now, to all my new generation kids, if you wasn't around when that pip was out you 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 had to be there because when the latest yeah. mixtapes came out first of all Wiz Khalifa Cushion Orange Juice Rick Ross mixtapes was fire uh Don Kennedy mixtapes was fire big crick mixtapes J. Cole uh the uh uh what the heck is that John Friday Night Lights like there was mixtapes that came out 
And you, bro, when I ain't gonna lie to you, sometimes going on, go, sometimes going on that path was better than buying albums. Like we literally was just downloading mixtapes. And I'm talking about like the commercial stuff that you hear was cool, but the mixtape was like literally like you like fam, they give me their best work on this mixtape though. That's crazy. But when you hear that commercial stuff, you like, ah, it's a commercial album. But when you hear that mixtape, you be like, fam. This shit is fire. That's why I say, like, people like uh, French Montana, perfect example. French Montana, like, commercial-wise, dude, ass. I ain't gonna you. But you ever listen to French Montana's mixtapes? Dude was a different kind of guy. You wouldn't even look at him the same. You'd be like, it's the same French that just dropped that? Yes, same guy. It's the same guy. So that's why I say, like, like Action Bronson, Joan, um, Rare chandeliers. Um, I know we had my man Aaron with uh with uh, all the currency Jones, all the Nipsey Hustle mixtapes. Nipsey Hustle mixtapes was fire. That's what got me on the Nipsey though. Not even his album. Like I've been listening to Nipsey mixtapes for a minute. Yeah. Jones, uh, like I said, Dom Kennedy was my was my Jones. Um, Freddie Gibbs mixtapes. So it's a it's, it's some cats that I was like while they mixtapes actually was fire. While they, had, while they had some banging mixtapes. So that's why I say like, yo, y'all, like you just had to be on that bit. Anytime, anytime a new album, anytime a new mixtape came out, bro, you was on that shit, bro. I don't care nobody say all the Gucci man mixtapes, everything, man. And that was in jail. I, I, I tell you this, I look back and I'm like, there's no other way to describe it just like you described it. You just had to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like the MySpace era. You just had to be there. It's like the Tumblr era. You just had to be there. It's it's like the early early days of Facebook. You just had to be there. So I think like this new generation um what's so crazy? You know, now that I think about it before I continue, they mo- they missed out on two ways. Because because we talk about the 90s, how we grew up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And like we had the early 2000s. So That's like weird. we had two waves of big movements right. that happened where they just had to be there. Like we can't talk about it. CD players, LimeWire, for all of that shit. They wasn't catching viruses. Uh, MV3 players. That's why I said that piff. Like, Bro, we was, bro, we was, we was on it. That's what I said. I was like, these kids nowadays, they got access to music greater than we had access to music. Like, yeah. every, cause everything is literally on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I mean, well, I said Apple Podcasts, Apple Music. So y'all got, y'all got access way easier than we do. Cause back in the day, that's why I said, yo, like, if that pimp does go under, bro, just put all of everybody's mixtapes on just put everybody mixtapes on stream. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you think these artists, you think these artists are getting making money now? Bro, wait till that mix wait till that mixtapes hit. Man, that's gonna be a different type of we're not talking about commercial mixtapes like Young Doug put out. We yeah. talking about that street. We talking about that. This you had to download this, like they don't sell this in the CDs or you. Like, bro, you you just had to be there, bro. Like, that pimp was a different type of era for music, man. Like, we was we was on that, bro. Like, hey, Wiz, put Cushion Orange Juice on Apple Apple Music, please. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, your fans will, will appreciate you more for that. 
and that and that's the thing like it that piff is really timeless i tell you like that like we got cushion orange juice you know um currency um all his mixtapes i re i remember like you talk about downloading music and it's like not enough space on your computer because you got all these albums you know you you got so many artists you discovered you know the weekend you know had his, had his tapes on it you know miguel coming up the blog era was just like all right who this new guy you heard this guy all right cool i like his stuff like all the artists out today most of the artists you know like you got meek mills dreams and nightmares you know one of the biggest tapes the dream theory um, yeah uh, one of the biggest things on there, but it's just like there's no better way. We we said this time and time again, but there's no better way to say you just had to be there. Like the MP3, you know, when we used to be in school with the MP3s, like I remember I had my small white one, you know, yeah. and I remember I downloaded the mixtape, right? So here, here's what I do back in high school. You know, we had these small little a triple a battery power mp3 players <laughs> mine came apart mine came apart with the usb so i plugged it on my computer you upload the songs on there and then once you got all the albums you want you can't download them all because they had some amount of space so you plug it back up you get your little headphones in right <laughs> man it's a wrap you go to school listen to music you good man Yo, and it's crazy like to tell this story, but uh we had a we had a friend uh who I don't know who discovered the weekend. I, I'm assuming I heard it from him personally, but yeah, I remember every time the weekend dropped the new tape, like this I would say he put us on to I say he put me on. I don't know about Aaron, but he put yeah, he, he, he did he, was, he put us on to the weekend because every time the weekend dropped because the weekend mixtapes, I'm glad that they're on the streaming platform, but you had to beat it when them tapes first came out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, um, damn, I can't even think of the name. I know he did the trilogy for him, but I can't even think. Like, House of Balloons and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. All the mixes. When they first came Echo out. Echo Silence and all that. Yeah, bro. That's what I'm saying. Like, Echo Silence. Yeah, you, bro, you just had to beat it. Like, I ain't never seen a, a man's face so priceless when the, every time the, the weekend dropped the new tape. Slim used to be like, yo, y'all heard that new weekend? We was like, no, I'm about to go home and download it, though. I'm about to get on that pimp right now and, and listen to it, though. I know that much. So, yeah, yeah, bro. It was, it was, it was timeless, bro. Like, it, you, I know we're in a different era, but man, you had to be there during the mixtape days, bro. You just had to. That's why I say put all y'all mixtapes on streaming platforms and just rack your numbers up that way, though, man. That's yeah. like funny, though. You know me, like you know me and my other boy. You know we used to download all them little B mixtapes too. Uh -oh. But you know, <laughs> man, that man was on a hot streak. I, I remember, but man, that that was a time. And I remember, like around that same time, was like the end of CDs. You know, I remember mm -hmm. we used to ride in college, and like he still had CDs because CDs were still selling. This was before streaming services really took over and like really dominated how people listen to music. So it's like, I, I want to ask like out of all the mixtapes that came out, what was your favorite mixtape? Damn, that's hard, bro. That's hard, G. I'll let you pick top five. Uh, J. Cole, Friday Night Lights, uh, Dom Kennedy, The Yellow Album, 
Wally the eleven one eleven theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely say Rick Ross. I forgot what the jump was. It wasn't massive. I forgot what the mixtape was. It, he had like the silver cover. Yeah, I, I forgot what that jump was called. But um, cause I think that's the mixtape that originally had Stay Scheming on it with him, him Drake. Yeah, I forget mm-hmm. that used to be my jump. I used to have that jump rotation all the time. Um. I want to say Lil Wayne and No Ceilings, John, as well. Yeah, yeah that John. And um, damn, I can't even think of a five, though. Um, it would have to be, it would have to be, uh, it would have to probably be Nipsey Hussle. It would probably have to be either The Marathon Continues or Bullets Ain't Got No Name by You Three. It's one of the two. I'm gonna just go with that. I I say for me, I say of course like the dedication number one. Uh, Wayne really set streets on fire with that. Right. right. Of course, you know, little B White Flame. That that's 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 a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I, I I say you know can't go wrong with that. I say the weekend echoes of silence. Cause like when he came out, you wasn't really hearing nobody like the weekend. It was right. just like, yo, this guy different. Facts, yo. He was man, I'm saying Don Kennedy, um album. Which one had when I come around on it? Um, from the West Side of Love too. Yep, bro. I got I got that I got that on my phone right now. Bro, from the West Side of Love, bro. Dom Kennedy. I you put me on a Dom Kennedy. That's my job, bro. You put me on, cause I met like, and that's what's so cool about we used to put each other on the different types of music, man. Mm-hmm. I was like, Don King, I was like, yo, this man fire, man. He he can't rap for shit now, though. He's Damn. terrible. I don't know what happened, but yeah. I think I got two more. I got two more, man. I, I'm gonna say, I I can't put currency because all of its early work. I, I just can't put that down to like one. I like all currencies mixtapes, man. So I'm gonna say the warm up by J. Cole. Oh when man. he first came out, he was hungry, bro. Like he really wanted one of my favorite tracks was uh I get up. And I mean I used to live you know how you don't feel like going to school? Yeah. But you got to. I used to pump that on, take that walk, man. My number one mixtape, Cushion Orange Juice. Yeah. I used to blast that. All summer, bro. I used to blast that all summer. And then it was, uh, bro. People like Wiz may not be lyrically that, but I was like, you if you was around on Wiz mixtape days, like Cushion Orange Juice, it was a uh, Cabin Fever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one before those, uh, uh, Won't Land was on Burn After Rolling. Man, and I ain't gonna hold that. And I'm gonna tell people like this. I think Friday Night Lights by J. Cole should have been an album. That was like solid, bro. That joint felt like an album. Yeah. Too deep for the intro, bro. That's a classic, bro. Oh my gosh, man. Like best, that like, sample. best friend by with him and best friend. I think he got the Elias sample. I said, bro, this should have been a this should have been an album, bro. I I, I don't know how he got away with making this as a mixtape. I said, bro, this is an album, bro. That shit was. You know, I want to say though, what I think 
is different about music now from like back then. It's like back then when people made mixtapes, it's like they rap like they got something to prove. Yeah. Yeah. Like so I think that's missing. Like the commercial, because the commercial is just like you can just throw out whatever commercial, but when the mixtapes, it kind of just show like people's like skill. That's yeah. why that's why some people used to legit be like, I don't mess with them commercial, but I like, I fuck with this mixtape though. Cause like some people commercial, they just like it's like I get it, you trying to sell to like a bigger audience, but when people you hear people mixtape, it's like it's like you felt that jump head, bro. You was just like, fam, it's about like you was in the booth, just like you was like, nah, fam, I can't put that on there. I'm it's like they literally put their best pin game on that mixtape. Like I get it, I get that where I get where you know when you think when you try to put out a studio album, you trying to reach a certain demographic or yeah. certain, so you can't really get too. You can't do certain things on the street on a studio album, but when you do a mixtape, it's like it's fair game. It's like you, bro, there is no rules on this mixtape. You can say whatever, do whatever. It doesn't matter. So I mixtape was for the streets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you started hearing a lot of people's pin game was different on mixtapes compared to their studio albums. Man, it's just crazy. Like it was this one artist that, like, I think he was the last person I discovered. Like it was Scheme, uh, this artist called Scheme. I forgot what mixtape it was. Um, but like, dude, the he he was a West Coast rapper, a uh, Scheme. Like he he kind of sound like Nipsey, but not really. Mm-hmm. The the way his cadence was, but it's just like he was also somebody like when I talking about people who rap like they got something to prove. He he was one of them where like I listened to that tape. I remember walking home from college, like listening to that. And I was just like, yo, like this guy rap, like this guy gonna be somebody. And I don't know what happened once he started getting notoriety going mainstream, but like like you said, like his music wasn't the same. Like it wasn't that drive. It wasn't like, yo, like I see this man on Dat Piff with the number one album. Nah, I gotta have the number one album. So I feel like rappers used to check that piff. Mm-hmm. Cause you remember them awards, you know, you going platinum, twice platinum, you going gold, you going uh silver. Rappers used to look at each other and be like, nah, I gotta get that, man. And it you know it's crazy, even though it wasn't a mixtape, they had on that piff because I guess it was an independent album. So I guess yeah. they considered it as a mixtape. But that was the first time I heard Kendrick Lamar's Section 8. Yeah, yeah. I I heard on that piff. So that's what got me. Everybody don't know, like everybody know Kendrick Lamar now, like Good Kid Mad. I said, but if you had listened to Kendrick Lamar prior to Good Kid Mad said, you talking about overly dedicated, or and you talking about section 80, you know that you've seen Kendrick in a different light then than you do now. So that's why I was like, I said Section 80 is what made a lot of people go gravitate to Kendrick Lamar. It wasn't Good Kid Mad City. Shout out to Good Kid Mad City, because that's that's still that's gonna go down as a classic regardless. But Section 80 is what made a lot of people everybody was like, yo, like this is it's like put it like this though. I would say the I would say like Friday Night Lights and Section 80s, that's how good these projects were. Had people looking like, yo, these, why, why is nobody talking about these, bro? Yeah. Everyone's like, yo, why, these are mixtapes? 
nah, bro. It was like, nah, nah. And of course, everybody had Drake jump, little so far gone jump. Yeah. That's what really got him to blow up, but we ain't talking about Yeah, that. our boy was Big Drake. Yeah. We ain't talking about Drizzy Drake. <laughs> I got enemies, uh, but nah, like you remember uh, Tumblr, right? You download the music, upload on a little music player. And on your page, bro, you felt like you was doing something. Right. You know, man, that thing was fire. I also want to talk about, like, you know, how like the door was open for like a lot of people to be put on because you got a couple people who got some shine. So it's like the way that piff, uh, is, I want to say, or was, was like you upload music, so it's like it's on you to get yourself out there, right? It's like a lot of these artists they came up through that piff, they came up through the blog era. Like, if you was a rapper trying to make it, it was really on you to, like, get them views. Because sometimes, like, you can game the system and, like, name your album a certain way. Mm-hmm. Like, you get some listens from that. But it's like, if you wanted to really pop, you're like, hey, yo, check out my project on that Piff, da-da-da-da. And it's like, that's how a lot of people got, like, notoriety. Like, a lot of local people, you know? Yeah. Got big on that piff, you know. Um, I remember like Odyssey. It's a uh, a rapper named Odyssey. Like some of them, kind of straight away from like that piff. They use other things, but like, I just think it was so dope that like it was an open playing field. Like even though you had your est- established people, like a lot of people who like nobody knew could like make a name for themselves on there. I think the worst, like that piff was legendary. But I think the worst era was probably the SoundCloud rappers. I could I couldn't stand the SoundCloud rappers. That, they were like you look at the SoundCloud rappers as the ones that you literally hear today, like the little Uzi verse, Trippy Red. Bro, they suck. They, like no disrespect. To, I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear the little Uzi verse on this damn I want to rock song. This damn TikTok. I don't want to see you doing TikToks on goddamn stage. I don't want to see that. But you like SoundCloud rappers were the ones that really showed that they didn't have much skill. Yeah, like that, that, that. you had skill. These, these SoundCloud rappers they ain't had much skill back then. Like it's like I'm glad y'all made it, but it's like, bro. I think that was around like 2015 when SoundCloud rappers start taking off. Bro, that's when most of them popped off. Bro, like 2015, that that was terrible. That was ass. You remember? Uh, I love McConaughey. Yeah. Yeah, going up on the Tuesday. Stop going up on the Tuesday. That he had that one hit song. That's it. That's it. Literally. So Drake co-signed the man. Then sign happened. I guess he got beat up. He got shit night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know, bro. I was just like, bro. Look at look at literally. We got literally Kodak Black. I think we had Twenty One Savage, Lil Uzi, Lil Pump. All these ass ass rappers. I'm not. 20, I'm not saying 21 is bad, but let's be real. 21 ain't really the greatest rappers. Let's be real. Let's be real. Like, the only reason why he getting buzzed right now is because he did a project with Drake. Anything Drake put on, whether the song, the album is good or bad, is gonna get it's gonna get played in rotation. Cause it's Drake. It's crazy how we witness like the birth of like all these current legends future legends or veterans like yeah you know like j cole we got you know drake people um we got kendrick 
you got so many different people who came up. Nikki, her mixtapes, uh, can't forget her, was making noise on that piff. Um, so many people like re so-called retiring. I'm like, I remember when you first came out, you know, I remember walking down the street, but it's like, I forgot somebody I was trying to think of. Um, somebody I was trying to think of. She was a female rapper. I anyway, shout out to her. But yeah, like currencies mixtapes. Like I remember, like back then, we used to wait on people mixtapes. But now, like you got people coming out every five minutes. Like you were saying, I think last week, NBA YoungBoy. Every 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 like every three months, this man got an album coming out. I be like, God damn! I respect the work. Don't get me wrong. I respect the work ethic, but God damn, bro, you can't release four five albums in a year. That is ridiculous, man. But I I just say like you know if it does go down, man. Look, I I can't even talk about I meme because you know I, that's going too far back. You know, a lot of people don't even remember that, man. Rest in peace to I meme. That was like. You had to like download music back then. Like, if you, if y'all like under, I don't know what twenty six, I say if y'all under twenty six, you were really risking your computer's life trying to find a hit. Sometimes them deluxe versions weren't on that piff, so you got to search the internet. You call up your boy, hey, you got a deluxe version? Nah, you still looking for it? Nah, I like I remember being. On the phone, you know, with, with with our boys, cause we couldn't find like a deluxe version, like the weekends track. It was like three tracks mm -hmm. that like were left off the Daft Piff version. It's like y'all got it, nah. You got it, nah. And then somebody find them, like, all right, send it to me. You were like, email me. <laughs> Yo, this know it's so crazy. Like, I'm gonna tell y'all a wild story. I used to be on that Piff so much, like. So I don't know if y'all remember, like back back then with computers, when you download something, it's like literally all the files would be in the computer. So I would literally have like five mixtapes downloaded. And literally what I would do is I would do it at night. So that way ain't nobody on the computer. That way when I wake up, literally I got five mixtapes downloaded. And all I gotta do is like, all right, now let me hurry up, put these notes on my MP3 player, and now I can go. You know, that's the stuff, that's the type of stuff I would do. But I don't know, man. Like I said, y'all had to be there, man, during the, the mixtape days, bro. Like, the mixtape days. You even seen legends like Master P dropping mixtapes. I said, Master P, what you <laughs> Snoop dropping mixtapes. You know what I'm saying? What do you have a mixtape for? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, bro, what you got a mixtape for, bro? Like, but, I mean, you ain't selling no more, so you might as well get, feed the streets. If you, if you ain't feeding the studio, feed the streets, I guess, you know. Hey man, that's what you gotta do. But we we want to hear y'all favorite mixtape. Y'all got a favorite Dap Piff mixtape, man? Drop in the comment box below, or hit us up on social media. Let us know what mixtape you know you said that was number one. Before we get up out of here, got anything else want to tell the people? Nope, man. Mixtapes, you know what I'm saying? Your boy Funkadelic might drop a mixtape for for the years out. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. You know what I'm saying? Man, I got nothing, man. I just want to say, walk a flock of flame. <laughs> <laughs> it's your boy, Ant for the city. It's yours truly, Mr. Funkadelic Jones, man. And we I are out here. Peace.
Say ah, na 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 na.